an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, we're back with the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Scotty boy, here with the beef, in the zone. How are you, friend? Hoops, what's happening? I mean, might as well just get right into it. We're playing the, the beautiful music from the film. I'm glad you're sitting down also already for this. Oh no. Turkey alert, brace yourselves, folks. Uh... The Boondock Saints 3 has officially been green-lit <laughs> by a actual movie studio with real money. This is happening. And uh, I guess they forgot about how much everybody hated the first, and especially the second one. And they're just going ahead and uh, sneaking this. At this point, like, the second one was 10 years ago. This is like... Yeah, the second one was 2011, right? Yeah. So Maybe this, even later. This will be the new great trilogy. Step wow. aside, Star Wars. Boondock Saints is going to be a trilogy. Go and, see a Star War. Yeah. And I hope Troy Duffy, writer-director of the franchise, listens to the program because I know exactly how this movie should open. Exterior, Fenway Park. Norman Reedus roars in on a motorcycle right from The Walking Dead okay. said... And then he meets the Boondock Angels, the new sidecar gal pals that they're going to introduce. And then the Boondock Sinners, the villains of this trilogy capper, will be revealed. I got a bunch of ideas. What has Troy Duffy been doing since 2011? Like Mountain Dew commercials or? (laughs) Polishing this script of this piece of work that he's going to grace us with. Sean Patrick, ugh, Sean Patrick Flannery, I get coming back to do this. Norman Reedus doing this after getting paid by AMC to drive his motorcycle around for ten plus years. Yeah, Norman Reedus of, is rolling in it. Yeah. There's no need for him to do this at all. It's like you know what, the script is fucking fantastic. I'm back in. See you at Fenway. And another new classic bean said crime drama will be born. It says featured review written all over it. Are you fired up for it? Uh, ironically, sure. Yeah. But like, there's no there doubt go. that it'll be awful. Yeah. Did we go into the second one thinking we were going to like it? That's what I want to remember. Probably. Yeah. I don't know if the Boonda, if the original was like the complete joke, I see it as now. Yeah. At that point. I don't think it was funny yet. Fuck. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed now. Just <laughs> admitting that. Like, oh, we, we weren't, having a laugh sam do us a favor edit that out thank mm. you i can't get that fucking sound bite to sound right it's always either way too loud or way too soft we'll figure it out just like uh the makers of the new garfield movie figured out that chris pratt Poof. is their guy to voice garfield in a new animated feature and folks might be getting deja vu a couple weeks ago he got cast as mario in that animated movie, everyone was all fired up about that. 
And then <laughs> they got refired about this. Chris Pratt getting a lot of work. I was going to say, there's now like a meme trend happening on a few different of the more obscure Instagram accounts of like councils of eyes wide <laughs> shut Illuminati groups just saying like, and then we'll make Chris Pratt Mario. Yeah. And at this point, that's what it feels like to me. There's a new Gandhi biopic in production and we think Chris Pratt would be perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on that. It's silly though. He's yeah. really, I mean, I guess he is good at voice acting. He's kind of fun in the Lego movie, I suppose. Scotty Positivity. May I ask, in. what did you like about it? <laughs> I mean, he's mildly charming, but mm. I think we're hitting like the Chris Pratt saturation apex, if that's yeah. a thing. Agreed. Like everyone's just like done with him right now. It's like he's Garfield, he's Mario, he's in every, it, it's enough. Everyone's had it. He's eating onions, he's spotting dimes. Yeah. And also everyone's mad at him for like, he had this comment on Instagram about- Oh, how he has- new wife the arnold schwarzenegger's daughter was able to birth him a healthy daughter mm. even though his ex-wife anna faris pushed out some sort of mongoloid wow is that what we're Scandalous. is that what the the papers have been saying uh yes the papers use that exact wording mm. that you just were. that's kind of harsh of them i thought that was just a me that would say that mm. but yeah i mean ha being happy that you have a happy kid or healthy kid rather is not allowed anymore I don't know if you knew that. You're supposed to just, you know, yeah, and it's one be, of those feel things. bad for other people who don't. He, I don't know if he might have meant it in that way, but it's one of those things. He just said, like, a gorgeous, healthy daughter, and everyone, like, blew it up into this whole thing. I don't really know. People like to make a thing out of everything. Yeah. And that's not a thing. Yeah. But we'll see how that shakes out with all the Chris Pratt stuff. I'm sure I, it's just a wave of hate that he'll power through. Or maybe not. Who knows? If he gets canceled and everybody starts disliking him, I might be more... I'm not out anymore. Are you How back about in? That? I'm, I mean, I'm in. Yeah, Star-Lord. You and me, buddy. Yeah, the Tomorrow War was one of your favorites of the year. It was. It's going to be in your top Without five. irony. I mean, it's early November, but we're already in, like, Turkey Town. I don't know if you've noticed. Today, uh, the new Netflix original, Red Notice... Starring The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot drops. And, I didn't uh, realize that came out today. That new Marvel movie, The Eternals, is in theaters. I and, feel like you're going to go see that. At some point, but I'm not really like jazzed for it. No? What I am jazzed about is the new Tom Hanks Apple Plus vehicle, Finch. America has Finch fever. <laughs> yeah, it's an embarrassment of riches at the multiplex today. And uh, we're going to get into it. Anything in the mailbag this week? Nothing in the mailbag. We did get a letter last week. That was exciting. Hopefully, was. Monty has since put his penis away. No. Or hopefully not, really. Yeah. He's um, on vacation. He's He's got time. Can I do birthdays Please. for us? That'd be nice. I would enjoy that. <clears throat> okay. I'm about to like, I have a, a mid-sneeze right now. Ooh. Jim Cummings, ironically enough, the director of tonight's film and star, is 35. Wow. Jason Serboni, who played Jackie Jr. on uh, The Sopranos, oh. is 44. Oh. Enough sponsor Bill Gates and Computer Guy is 66. Oh, shit. And he is actually celebrating his birthday with Jeff Bezos on a yacht in Turkey. 
in a secluded K. Go on, Jeff. You did it. So what do you think they're up to? A couple of silly boys with all that money? Yeah, probably eating children or whatever mm. fucked up rich people do. And that is all the birthdays I have, but I do have a very important death. Uh, influencer Nanobia Washington, a.k.a. the Queen of Brooklyn, has fallen to her death from the top of a building, much like Martin wow. Sheen in The Departed. Wow. That is actually the exact way that she went out. Yeah, and that's how they remarked it in the mm. paper, I'm sure. Cascading off the side of a building in a green jacket. I believe it was in the papers. Kid, I can't believe you're not talking about Jerry Remy dying. Speaking of fucking Boston legends oh, biting kid. the fucking dust. Like, do you even fucking care about Boston whoa, sports? Whoa, 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 I'm all whoa. fucked up about it whoa, over here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe it's just the Boondock Saints news that's got me all kid, like fucked up mouth. and fired up. Are you fucking kidding me, kid? I also just had a couple Sam Summers. I mean, Sam Falls. Sam Lager. Yeah. Winter Lager. I know. Well, I'm not quite there yet. I'm on the fall shit. Kid, I don't even know if I got a Boston accent anymore. Kid, fuck you. You fucking totally do, and it's fucking dope. Wait, did you have fucking different accents? You I did. did. <laughs> I did. I'm a snake. You got me. Fuck you. But yeah, fucking Ram Dog down. I'm like really wicked good friends with his son. Yeah. We killed that girl together. Oh. Is I that stabbed a... that fucking cunt. Is I'm like, that... don't talk to my buddy like that. And then I started stabbing her. That's and a fucking reveal. He, he was like, no, it was me. And then he went to prison for me because he's a good dude. Now that you fucking said I this sold him the... the steroids. You said this on the pod. You got to go to the mash and fucking oh, dig fuck. her up and like read and fucking bury the bodies. Kid, don't. I don't know where there's a mosh, but I'm going to find one. Maybe down a mosh field. Kid, fucking mosh Vegas. We haven't beamed out in a while. Fuck you. I remember it being more fun, but I I just, I have mentioned Jerry Remy's son. I remember it being more fun, he says. (laughs) Beautiful way to end a bit. (laughs) I have mentioned Jerry Remy's son, I don't know, a dozen times this week. Mm-hmm. I've made a few like off-color jokes that have not landed. Like my uh, my have you? my Doesn't clients sound like you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me. My clients were talking about Vegas, and one of my clients was like, "How do you like Vegas. really do Vegas right? You know, like what's what's the best things to do?" He's like, "You know, I'm not a big gambler." My other client was listing some serious activities, and, and you were like, "You always double down, yeah, <laughs> sneaking in every bit you can." Well, no, the they mentioned going to a concert. And I said, and I think he meant like a DJ or something like that. But mm. I said, as long as it's not an outdoor country concert, you'll mm. be fine. <laughs> because those people were all blown away mm. in, a mash, in the largest mass shooting in American history that I guess I'm the only one who thinks is funny. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, that's, it's tough when you go out there with a bold bit and everyone's just like, and you, and you get met with a sea of... Mm. I got worse than mm. that. I got nothing. Not even a. I gotta like like silence. Just don't acknowledge and keep going with other stuff, kid. I don't even want to be around. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. But other than that, it's been a good week. How about you? I mean, it's been a great week ever since I found out that uh, there's a new movie hitting Netflix next week. You're laughing. I don't even know what we're laughing about, but I'm in. <laughs> A new Netflix ridge <laughs> called Father Christmas is back. <laughs> He's back. Kelsey Grammer as a long-lost father of four feuding sisters who get a crash course in family togetherness when he shows up at their posh ancestral manor on Christmas. 
new classic featured review? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey, he can't miss lately. <laughs> He's in Money Plane last year. And uh, did I watch Money Plane? I think I did. Yeah, that had a bunch of like wrestlers in it and was like a straight to video turkey directed by, I think, the youngest of the Lawrence brothers. Andrew. Yes. I shouldn't know that, you but shouldn't. I do. <laughs> I'm glad you do. The funny part about Kelsey Grammer, and I do this every time he's mentioned, is the fact that his wife just fleeced him of like oh, yeah. $800 million. And is and now, I, yeah. she's on one of those like... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, just like making fun of him every week on... On some pile of dough. I'd be rather frustrated if I were her. Or him, rather. And we've discussed this. He's working on that new Frasier. That'll probably be a turkey. It's all fucked up. Can we talk about how Cal Penn has announced that he is a gay? Wow. Cal Penn. Yeah, I saw that. And he's getting married to a guy named Phil or something. And he made a joke on Twitter about how he saw Cardi B on a plane and would like to have her officiate his wedding and she saw the tweet and responded and said she's in and that she is already an ordained minister oh wow so cardi b will be officiating cal penn and his boyfriend's uh wedding what a fun team yeah that was a weird reveal i remember seeing the headlines just like cal penn engaged to phil (laughs) because they're trying to keep his his anonymity it's like okay I haven't uh, seen Cal Penn in a movie in a while. I liked him in the first Harold and Kumar picture. I was always a big fan of that. I can still remember when we saw that mm. in the Randolph Theater. And we, I think we were driving my mom's car and we Sick. smoked weed in the parking lot, but not inside of the car, standing on the edge of the woods. There's a memory. At the edge of tomorrow. Today. I feel like that theater. <laughs> Is what like that parking lot rather is vast and you can kind of like hang in the corner. I remember that being a good stretch of movies. We saw Collateral around that time. Randolph Theater was popping back then. He fell on the cab. (laughs) I think he's dead. But yeah, good for Cal Penn and Phil, I guess. Maybe they'll do it at White Castle and Cardi B will be there. They'll make a whole thing of it. It sounds like a gas. (laughs) Also, speaking of a celebrity wedding nonsense of that vein Kristen stewart got engaged also to a woman well, not also to a woman but you know what i mean also to uh same sex there relationship is. is what you meant i got it, it is uh good for her yeah but uh and i want to see that new movie where she plays princess diana mm. people are raving about that what's that picture. called again like tunnel crew or <laughs> in the tunnel or Yes, I think it's called In the Tunnel. <laughs> Driving really fast in the tunnel, I think is the official working title. Speed Racer 2, mm. I think is what it's called. Tunnel uh, Girls. It's called Spencer. It's supposed to be quite good. A lot of Oscar buzz, oh. as they say. She's also starring in Paparazzi 2 as Princess Diana, oh. with alongside Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser passing the torch. Yep. Unexpected so sequel. He is actually, in this movie, he plays the paparazzi chasing Princess Diana. That's fun to her death but yeah Kristen stewart at her wedding i guess she's getting guy fieri to officiate her wedding which is even no more way. fun than the other one yeah this is true or i saw it on twitter so, so jealous <laughs> i think it's true gotta be true people seem to be responding to it in a real way 
But yeah, Fieri, what a get. Yeah, imagine that. Fuck. We're rolling out. <laughs> he rolls into the into the wedding in, in the car. Yeah. yeah. Finishing off a fucking Sammy. I think I, if I could have anybody officiate my, my wedding, it would be Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a fun, like, surprised officiator. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, Ankton wants to spill the beans. He's got a real big guest showing up. He and I wouldn't tell Lucy about it, and it's just Jared shows up yeah. in shackles. Yeah, and you do a big reveal, and he's got the pants with him. Yeah. <laughs> the whole deal. I'd like him to be wearing the pants. I'd like him to have gained the weight back to the point where the pants fit again. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all traumatized from doing several years in prison. Yeah. And he's just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I don't even know how we get him like a work release for that, but. He's probably on cameo. We'll figure it out. Now we have a ball in the air now. So enough turkey heads. If you have any connections in the, I believe, Florida uh, correctional system, perhaps help us out with this. Yes. And speaking of disgraced fast food maniacs, we got a Papa John update. Oh, wow. Hey, pizza. I don't know if you saw this. He famously used to brag about eating, I think, 40 pizzas in 30 days or okay. something silly like that. His new number, <clears throat> he's saying he tested 800 pizzas in 18 months. Well, I mean, that's like a bite. I mean... Or did he mean he finished? Yeah, I remember the first time he said he was eating all of them. So I'm extrapolating hmm. that to mean he's eating every slice, every bite of every slice of these pies. What do you think? that's how I hope it's going. What do you think helped, like, if, if he took a big bite of a piece of pizza that was too hot and it burned the roof of his mouth, what do you think the first word that would come to mind <laughs> would be if he knew, like, maybe a person of color had made the pizza? What, do you, think you, what do you think he would say? Just shoot that jerk. Am I on a conference call again? I him, hope not. Him uh, just calling the entire company, the yeah. entire board of directors. Board of directors, look at you. And having those end bombs flying, good for him. Yeah, what a guy. And he's he, had a bunch of like drunken stupor <sighs> videos at different functions. He's a character. Yeah, he's embarrassing. Yeah, he's out there embarrassing the shit out of himself and really like leaning into it as much as he can. Oh yeah. This this new pie info came from an article where he also revealed that uh he takes them down to like his fucking Jay Leno esque garage. <laughs> and it says uh where Papa John Schnatter parks his three vintage Chevy Camaro Z28s. He literally has triples of the Camaro. <laughs> Papa John is the fucking... And he doesn't live in a hotel. Yeah. And he's rich. And his wife is good. She's good, right? Yeah. It's just He's such a fuck lunatic of a character. And then he's got this like enormous sculpture of two eagles descending from the sky... He says, this speaks to me. I think it's badass. I, I feel like he's a hang. Yeah, I kind of want a Papa John biopic the more I, agree, I hear about yeah. him. I don't think I'd bring my nephew by his house, but I would definitely go hang out with him yeah. and eat pizza and talk about like how he still has mountains of dough despite it all. I think he's like a, at least a $50 million guy. 50 mil? Something like that. Maybe, probably so. more. I think it's more. To be honest, I remember reading the Papa John CEO net worth, Papa John Schnatter, and being quite surprised. Speaking of uh, people embarrassing themselves, Will Smith has kind of gotten himself embarrassed for the last week or so. Ha ha. 
Did I don't you notice? Even know how to do that? There's two things that he said. This last week it was Jada Pinkett Smith not even saying this, but it got spun by the media that she was dissatisfied in her sex life. And now <laughs> it's him, uh, it's him uh, saying that he once considered suicide. And then he also said that he hated his father for abusing his mother and that he considered murdering him. Okay. And that my nine, he said, this is direct quote, my 911 call would be Oscar worthy. <laughs> no one would believe that I killed my father. Oh, word? I didn't make that up. That's not a bit. Oh, word? Will. I didn't know Will had such darkness in him. I figured he was like putting the finishing touches on a dope new song sequel to Miami or something cool like that. Why doesn't he get back in the lab and start doing some green screen work for Bright (laughs) 2? That's all I care about right now. I hope they shelved that, but I feel like that's maybe already been filmed. I feel like it's done, yeah. Yeah. Fellow Airheads unite and, and let me know the title or the timeline on that movie. <laughs> Speaking of Airheads, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, new power couple. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I like fucking totally get a fucking bunch of ass and stuff. It's fucking cool. His bang list is getting out of control. Fuck yeah, it is. It's like fucking sick. Kate Beckinsale. Yep. Ariana Grande. Yep, fucked her. Kaylee, what's her, whatever that girl from MTV, that was like yeah, the original. I had a bunch of Kayleys. They were fucking cool. Uh, Margaret Qualley, the girl from Bridgerton. Ooh. Larry David's daughter. Larry David. Yep. Larry <laughs> Dana David. Yeah, people are calling him the new uh, Warren Beatty. Oh. In this article, it had a picture of Warren Beatty, like with all the girls, implying that like he fucked Warren Beatty. I was like, that's fun. And I fucking did. Yeah. Yeah, Annette Bening's that was the totally rumor. mad at me. That was the rumor that Warren Beatty had a giant cock. Ooh. And that's the rumor about him, too. Yeah. That's cool. That's the thing. That'd be great if he didn't. And he, like, revealed it in a movie. He had, like, a Ken Jeong, <laughs> Bobby Lee-sized penis. That would get him an Oscar. Although I don't, I've that. never seen Bobby Lee's penis. That's an unfair assumption. He could be hung. Sorry, Bobby. I feel like he'd come down here to the chill zone and show you. No problem. I'd prefer to see him in tears. That's always good. Yeah. But yeah, you think Kanye's mad at Pete for this this powerful uh, I, new union? I read some statement coming from Kanye that he wants to get his family back together. I don't think he's even addressing the Pete Davidson stuff yet. That's cool guy stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, Kanye got... Uh, some press this week as always by coming out and sort of taking shots at big Sean and John legend and referring to them as traitors because they both like leaned hard, mostly John legend with the Biden campaign. He like called them Democrats and said like when he ran for president, they abandoned him. But then there's like photos released of literally Kanye did one of his Sunday service things and big sean was there taking photos with him like a couple of weeks ago mm. and big sean was sort of confused and kanye also said that the biggest regret he has is signing uh big sean to good music which is kanye's record label Jeez. so it's like a i think kanye just messes with everybody and he's just being a silly goose mm. and then it gets big sean tweeting about him and it's all it's a whole thing yeah it's fucked up hi tuna oh you want to come up come on up Oh, Tuna, our new third mic. Come on up, Tune. Speaking of animals like your cat, Tuna, 
<laughs> the Alvin and the Chipmunks owner is seeking a sale for $300 million. $300 million. Fucking why? For Alvin and the Chipmunks. We're considering this purchase, are we not? Uh, We're going to split it? <clears throat> sure. And then make a whole new series of uh, feature films with their very annoying likenesses. The I'm looking at, like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll play a quick chipmunk song. And there's so many of them. That as far oh, as the like, chipmunks doing "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees is that funny? I mean, for like a second, it's probably funny, but they're one of the things where the voices are so annoying. If your kids get into Elvin and the Chipmunks, you probably just want to kill yourself. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> this is a cut. You're feeling this? I mean, I'm not hating it. Let's make another squeakquel. The squeakquel. Can you be Theodore? I can. I don't really identify as Alvin, but I guess that's where I'm going with it. I remember this being one of my big takes. They pay celebrities, like, I think that's Justin Long doing the voice of this Alvin and the Chipmunk. And you would never know that unless you knew it. And they're just wasting spending real money to have celebrities do voices that they're going to change that's a very reasonable take he's in on it because why yeah we've said this before like is there are there really a lot of parents of kids who like go to a minion movie and go that was chris pratt's voice yeah the kids don't give a fuck no so cut the budget focus more on storyline and animation Ooh. and if you want, and then if anything, just offer bigger celebrities like a back end piece or something to do to do the voices. What's the back end like? On the beach. He's in. Also, Kanye shaved his eyebrows off. Wow, which is very funny. <laughs> and Quentin Tarantino is auctioning off several unseen scenes from Pulp Fiction as NFTs. Oh. Which I still don't fully know what that is, but I want one. Yeah, I hate when like interesting people seem to be getting into the NFT game. It's like, am I going to have to learn what these are? Because I probably never will. Because it just seems like a big old goof. I feel like I'd do just about anything to get my hands on those seven deleted scenes. Like, if I could just pop them on the TV and watch them. That'd be ideal. Yeah, like, I don't want to have to, like... Bu- <laughs> Buy like a rare Bitcoin online gift card. And then how do you do it? Like, what is this? Well, if it's an NFT, I believe that means there's only one. Mm. That is the thing, right? I think that sounds right. So maybe there's just one and then one guy gets them. So obviously it'll be, you know, like I'm going to buy it. Then Mike Connolly or something. I'm going to buy it and put it on my Instagram story immediately. So everyone can watch it. Mm. Um, What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? But also, speaking of auctions, I don't know if you saw this, but a uh, friend of the show, Night Promoting. Oh, on, yeah. Uh, Twitter Franklin. Is his real name Franklin? Night Openings on Instagram. I might have mm. said that backwards. Yes. Okay. Franklin from Uncle to Uncle, friend of the show, great guy. He's doing this thing with A24, like auctioning off movie memorabilia type stuff. That's all his stuff. I don't think it's all his stuff, but he like worked with them to do this book and the auction, which goes from today until like the 11th of November. And, you know, it's all fun, goofy. It's, there's some there's good like, stuff on there. Yeah, there's like a Forrest Gump hat. There's a Fargo paper shredder. 
uh, the big hit Squirt Gun, you know, like fun, wacky movie memorabilia that shouldn't exist. And it's awesome. There was a uh, Caddyshack golf towel. I Ooh. really wanted that. Yeah. I just got some new clubs from, uh, they're like a combination of my dad and my brother's clubs. I'm putting together a set for next summer. And I have been joking about getting the golf bag from Caddyshack, and that would really bring it together. If yeah. I also had an authentic Caddyshack towel. Yeah. It's the fucking coolest shit. Yeah. And yeah, like all the proceeds from people who bid on these things goes to support this cool new indie theater in LA called Vidiots. I guess it used oh. to be a store, and now they have their own theater. Cool. And so yeah, it's like this whole thing going on. At a24.com or through their Twitter. Twitter. Or follow us. I'll like repost all the stuff. Mm. It's cool though. Proud of Franklin. Big move. Yeah, nice job, buddy. He's That's out there. awesome. Night openings and night promoting. Give him a follow. And check out the auction. What else do we have news? Can I take us to the sports corner? Oh. I have a relatively large story for that. <laughs> Please. Cool. Yeah, the sports world is wild. I mean, my socks are fucking out, which I'm all fucked up about. But, I mean, what else is going on? Kid. <clears throat> all right, men. Take them out. We're here in the sports corner. Take what out? Your dick. Okay. Just making sure. At approximately 3.39 a.m. Tuesday morning in Las Vegas, a s- at a suburban intersection just a few miles west of the famed strip police say raiders receiver henry ruggs the third slammed his corvette into the back of a toyota rav4 traveling at speeds of up to 157 miles per hour her toyota burst into flames and it took the fire department to locate the driver a woman Police have not yet named that she's since been named. She's a Target employee. Her car burst into flames, incinerating her and her dog. Henry Ruggs was drunk, double the legal limit, and had a loaded gun on him. Oh. So he's fucked. That's fun. That's been my favorite story of the week. Put the dicks away also. (laughs) I mean, it's tough after hearing that story. Mm. Tough to put I'm rock away. hard just yeah, describing that. This is. So how wild is that? Like he brand new Corvette, he's drunk, it's 3:30 in the morning. They're apparently they were down in Vegas, they were leaving a Top Golf, which is like that like video game or mm. like it's like an outdoor golf, like it's like a driving range but with targets and shit. It's like a high end. Yeah. And he got shit-faced, he's with his girlfriend, he's cruising. And he just cranked into her. And I guess his airbags deployed at 126 miles an hour. So I think he probably hit the brake trying to stop. And then just that's when the impact was at 126. Oh, it's pretty fast. Yeah, her car exploded. Pew. Which is fucking nuts. So prayers go to the families of those involved. This is my... That's my take. Prayers go to the families. It's not funny. The familias. He thought he had a 10-second car. (laughs) 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 Oh, they were were doing Fast and the Furious bits. (laughs) That's right. You in? (laughs) He's totally in. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. That's good. That's good. You got me. Got me. (laughs) That's funny. 
And also, I don't know if you saw this little tidbit, but Christopher Nolan's next movie, which stars Cillian Murphy and Emily Blunt, gets some more casting news. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon supposedly Matt joined Damon. the cast. Matt Damon, friend of the show, used to b- live above Ank. My old roommate, yep. Yes. So, I mean, he's been in a Nolan movie before. He was in Interstellar in a sneaky little sidecar mm. role. But Robert Downey Jr. being in a Nolan movie, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't wait to be bored to tears by this movie. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, the oh, creation of the atom bomb. It'll be all Enthralling. He'll have like a dope backwards slow-mo shot of... Like an atom bomb. $780,000 budget. Like, okay, we're not going to use any CGI. We're going to need a crew of 900,000 people. This will be the first real movie that Robert Downey Jr. does in like 13 years. (laughs) After all the Marvel movies and then Doolittle. I was going to say, what about Doolittle? I hope that's poised for a sequel. (laughs) No, couldn't be. No? But yeah, that, you know. It sounds interesting. I'm on board for this. And do you want to tell the fans about your Ted Lasso stuff? Are you a Ted Lasso guy? I've watched the first four episodes. (laughs) I am a Ted Lasso guy. Wow. Just like that? Yep. After all the guff I got for being a Ted Lasso guy. Got got me. (laughs) I was laughing. You just... You hit up the thread the other day. You're just like, you know, I I think I like this show. I'm in suddenly. (laughs) I'm looking at it like, oh, are you? (laughs) You're just in now, huh? <laughs> no good. No, it's, it's no, fine. it's it's. You know what it is, and I won't defend it at all because it, I'm a huge hypocrite. I'll admit that. And but it's it's just like a like a feel good show. Like it's cute. Like yeah. it's fun to watch. Like it. Uh, yeah, that's good sidecars. Yeah. I like all the supporting cast is uh, very enjoyable. Juno Temple playing like somewhat of a slut, like she always seems to do. Yeah. What's she like in real life is what I want to know. I feel like that can't be her real personality. She's too good at it. You're probably right. She's good though. She's good. I like uh the 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 co co coach, assistant coach. I like how they call each other coach. Let's start calling you and me. We start calling each other coach. I'm in coach. All right, coach. I've already <laughs> lost interest, but it, it was good while it lasted. Immediately over the bit. Yeah, it's you know. They don't need us to promote it. It wins everything, and it's like all Apple Plus has going for it. But uh, you think you're gonna stick with it? Yeah, we'll finish it. Okay. We don't. It's it's. There's not a ton of shows that we don't watch. Hmm. We pretty much power through. Like we're all the way. We're caught up on Invasion. I actually, <laughs> I saw that you were caught up on Invasion because I clicked on it. Did you randomly. have a laugh? I did. <laughs> Because I was like, where did I leave off in episode one? And I was just like, oh, Hank watched all four of these? My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll get back on board. We'll watch the fifth one tonight. Tonight. It does have Sam Neill and someone else I like going for it. Sam Neill's doing like this off-brand accent that makes no sense for me. But other than that, it's cool. I'm in. Sammy! Speaking of Sammys, this is my new thing every week. I'm going to do a little shout out to our Sammy. Ooh. Thanks again, Sammy, for killing it. Whether you hear this or not, when you're just sound, heading through the sound waves, this podcast is brought to you by Sam Platt, and he does a wonderful job doing the audio mixing every week. It's Cheers. it's beyond me how much better it sounds. In his absence, I do it through this program called Lander, and it sounds like hot dog shit. And 
So if you're enjoying this podcast and wondering, how do these guys sound so good? Sam is available and he could be, he does a lot of freelance gigs. So if you need him for anything from mixing an album for your band Ooh. or uh, running the audio at an event, Hell yeah. he can do that for you as he does a wonderful job here at the podcast. So thank you, Sammy. Thanks, Sammy. And I link him on almost every post we do on Instagram. He's easy, he's accessible and easy to find there. Yeah. At Sam Plizzy, I believe. Uh, good call. Plizzy. That's all my news. I, I just really wanted to cover that guy murdering that woman with his car. <laughs> it's murder. <laughs> I don't think I have too much left. Kim Cattrall's been cast in the How I Met Your Mother spinoff series, How I Met Your Father. Well, this is the story. I just, I was full of semen, and then there he was. I met him by being promiscuous. It's mm. my whole thing. I was peeing at the urinal at a Red Sox game, and he just appeared out of nowhere. And he unveiled his Fenway Frank, mm. and the rest was history. And I said, that's not the ocean you smell. <laughs> I sprayed piss all over the... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Baby, that's a bit give up. Baby, I've been eating them. But yeah, they were try they've been trying to do a How I Met Your Mother spinoff, How I Met Your Father, for like at least a decade. Greta Gerwig was supposed to be on it years ago, and they even shot a pilot with her in it, but it didn't get a full green light. But now this one is going to get one, I guess. Great. Sounds like... <laughs> They don't greenlight anything that doesn't have a name that people kind of recognize anymore. No. It's fucked up and sad and bad also. Mm. Original content no longer entices anybody, I guess. Yeah. Sadly. And also fucked up, sad, bad wise. Uh, at the premiere of Red Notice, that new rock <laughs> movie last night, Dwayne rapped his verse from that song Face Off that we played a couple weeks ago. Did he do it a cappella? That's so embarrassing. He did. And he Oof. I watched the clip and he only he only says a couple of the lines. He doesn't do all of it. I feel like he knows it sucks too. And it's just like It's about kudges. It's about woodges. You sent like put in the hours earlier, like a few days ago, and I lost it. And I don't know. I just like put in the hours. Like it's like, what are you a, like a drive-through employee? What are you doing? Like you're putting in the hours, like putting creamer and coffee and handing it to people at 6 a.m. Fuck off, dude. I'm changing the rap game. I'm sneaking in a little motivational little kudges. The fans love it. In my motherfucking name. It's not lame and upsetting at all. He stinks, and I don't like him. Also, Red Notice has like a 28 on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody's fucking really digging in. I have 28-inch biceps, and all my movies are 28. <laughs> Remember Ballers? <laughs> nope. You shouldn't. But yeah, it's fucking embarrassing. I actually liked him in the first few seasons of Ballers. Like, I was like, all right, all right. And then he just sort of was everywhere, all the time, forever. He's bad. Did we cover that Chet Hayes song? No, but I'll play it for you. Yeah. I that, got it. That was kind of fire. What did you like about say. it, may I ask? I mean, it'd be easier to say what I didn't like about it. Mm. I gotta find and it. And that's nothing. I thought I had it right here. We're Chet. in the music corner right now. 
I heard a weekend oh, song featuring Post Malone on the way here. I was like, this is fire. I'm like a cool music guy now who knows about the uh, top 40. Yeah, yeah. Chet Hayes is back. Yo, ha, 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 ha. Yo, check out my dad's new movie, Finch, available exclusively on Apple Plus. Ha. Shit, man. This is actually, he's now on Soldier Boy's record label, and this is featuring Soldier Boy. A word? Word. Fuck yeah. I feel like we should be on The Breakfast Club with like Sway and DJ Academics or whoever runs that show. Charlemagne the God. I agree. We'd fit in nicely there. <laughs> yeah, you don't think they'd make fun of us at all? I don't. I think we'd be right at right at home. I'd be dancing to this. Walking out of the studio with a couple uh, biddies. People still say that? <laughs> they do. A lot. Okay, he's back. That new Post Malone is actually great. I'm just going to put that on instead. How about that? Yeah, we're cut guys now. <laughs> yeah, this is dope. Have they collabed before? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe? I'm sneaking all the cool words into this segment. Do they collab? And when they do, is it fire? It Funny. Is. He's in. Yeah, I'm in on this. Maybe as we ride this uh, song into our break, which we're, we're going to the movie theater to see Eternals, correct? <laughs> I'm doing a shocked face. You can't see it. He just passed out. I'd rather get a Post Malone face tattoo than go to the theater to see Eternals. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. At least that can be removed. <laughs> picturing you with that tattoo and it's cool as hell it's I, I think i'll eventually get a face tattoo i hope you're listening mom <laughs> the song is legitimately great it is like i'm loving it i gotta save it to my uh cue i knew you'd be in on it just listening on the way i was like this is an cut oh yeah this is right in my cue zone <laughs> we're gonna fly jeff crisp down from indiana to mix the track but folks in reality we are about to watch the beta test which ank mentioned earlier the new jim cummings vehicle it's on itunes for is it a 20 dollar rental or one of the reasons it's a pre-order for 15 dollars to word. own and i'm i'm sure it, i to be honest it's an indie flick i'm sure you can rent it right away too yeah, you must be able to. And I think it's playing in certain theaters if you're near a place where it's playing. Give Jimmy Boy a nice little theatrical splash. Yeah, we're trying to be on Team Jim Cummings. He, we interact with him on social media. We, we need him on the show. Yeah. That's the goal. We so were on the ground floor. I got it on the ground floor of his Twitter, and he followed me back before I think yes. he got too popular and stopped following everyone back. Does he still follow you, or did he remove? I'm still in there. You got some good followers. You got him and the, the guy <laughs> got, from uh, Doughboys and uh, oh, yeah. Franklin and me. Bug Main. Brian. Some, I got some other ones. There's some people of note. Mm. Folks, we're going to take a break, watch a movie. I'm going to go through my entire Twitter list and find some impressive ones. And we're going to be back. How many that. check marks does Scotty have will be the theme of the second half. We'll be right back. Thank you.
I am. Folks. Welcome back to the program. What is happening, Hoops? All right. We just watched the new feature film, The Beta Test, Mm. which is on iTunes and in some theaters. Written, directed, and starring friend of the show, Jim Cummings. Yes, who did Thunder Road and Wolf of Snow Hollow, two films that we covered here on this program and enjoyed quite a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. This one was co-written and directed by his sidecar, PJ McCabe. Give a little shout out to PJ Mm. on this one. I feel like we're moments away from getting Jim on the pod. Mm. What do you think? I mean, you're having a cool guy Instagram DM back and forth with him. You're sliding into his DMs. He's sliding (laughs) back. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like we were on the ground floor. Of the Jim Cummings Oh, big time. And he's still not a household name. No. And he's the best. I loved this. I don't know what your take is. I couldn't... Usually I can feel the energy across the fucking chill zone and (laughs) know where you're at with a flick. I exude energy. I couldn't feel you out on this one. I'm thinking you thought it was good. Yeah. It was a like, not love type situation. What didn't you like about it, may I ask? Well, just to let the fans know. Keep it light, as is Jim is a friend. Yeah. I got a little summary here. This movie's about a married Hollywood agent, played by Jimmy Boy, receives a mysterious letter for an anonymous sexual encounter and becomes ensnared in a sinister world of lying, infidelity, and digital data. Or data. Whatever we're into. Hmm. And that's a pretty good explanation of this movie. Hmm. It's a... like a weird artsy satire of the entertainment industry. Oh. A lot of Harvey Weinstein shout outs in this movie. And like people acting kind of similarly to how he does. Big fat oaf. Yeah. I, Jimmy has a lot of range, mm. I think. He does kind of land in the in a similar area, but I'm... Him, I think my favorite thing about him is like his ability to be this like bubbling under the surface, like repressed guy next door, and then like this manic lunatic. Yeah. I have a good meets for this movie, and I said this already, but I say eyes wide shut meets liar liar, mm. given the context of the movie and also Jim. Funny enough, his name is also Jim channeling that like mid 90s late 90s jim carrey mania energy yeah and that may sound weird but that is kind of what's going on in this movie that's good meets and you're right he is great at like playing a manic guy who's yeah like casually manic like he'll just like explode into like a panicky monologue about something in a moment and it's always very believable that's where he he really shines i will say and yeah, he's good as like an agent who's losing his mind in this movie. It had an entourage reference, which can't go unnoticed. Oh yeah, we're here for that. Really appreciated that. <laughs> and this is the first movie where he's not playing a police officer. Nice which little is departure. Because not that there's anything wrong with that, but his first two movies he played a cop. So I'm glad he's stretching, uh, stretching that range a little bit. Do you want to be a cop? I want to appear to be a cop. 
Yeah, this is a hard movie to categorize. Mm. I liked it. Thriller. Yeah. Like, like a, a like a funny paranoid indie thriller, if that makes sense. Yeah, like a a comedy thriller, which is when you really boil it down, there aren't many. Yeah. It's not a genre that usually were someone this were this in the hands of someone else, this movie could be Ooh. awful. Yeah. Right? Like this is this has Jim all over it. And just the the look of it, the score, the tension. I thought this movie flew by. There were parts of it that felt convoluted, but beyond that, mm. I, I legitimately loved it. I'm gonna give it four four and a half out of five. Wow. It's healthy. Coming in hot. Healthy. On Letterboxd, that is. I'm thinking it's like a three out of five, maybe three and a half. I dug it's, it. That's fair. Yeah. I liked it a lot better than Wolf of Snow Hollow. Mm, interesting. I do believe Thunder Road remains in the top spot by a bit. Yeah. I will give that a five. This, I thought it was going to be like more of a horror movie. It had horror moments, mm. but it wasn't really. Not that I minded that. I liked how it was different. Unexpected. Kept me on my toes. Yeah. it. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. It is very spoilable. Mm. I just, I thought it was funny at times. It wasn't like overly jokey and light. It was sort of heavy context wise, but it was, it was a unique perspective on a movie that's been done before, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's good at doing like unexpected bits that come out of nowhere. And you're like, was that supposed to be funny? I don't even know, but I like it. And it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, there was a couple of very funny little lines. Mm. Um, the entourage things, the Harvey, every Harvey Weinstein reference hits. Yeah, because he's just a fucking fat pig. And yeah, it had good, smart, like social media and regular media things mm. going on. It was just like a you know, smart little indie. I was saying as we watched this that this his energy, his like chaotic mania is sort of my inward energy a lot of the time. I'm just not always letting it out. Inward singing, dude. Fucking check it out. <laughs> and then I'm not in there and never stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking inward singing, dude. Check it out. Love that. Is there anybody out there picking up on that reference? Like, is Feldo a listener? Other than that, I think we're going to miss maybe Joey. No, they're all in. Two, three, four, six, six, six. <laughs> Green light. And yeah, I think that's enough for the beta test. Now on iTunes, give it a watch. It'll probably be on one of the streamers at some point. I think Thunder Road and Wolf of Snow Hollow are on Netflix. If you haven't seen those, give them a watch. Agreed. You mind if I sneak in a little review of uh, Finch, the movie that's sweeping the nation concurrently? Uh, I would love that. The new Apple original movie with Tom Hanks. This is uh, Tom Ace on a post-apocalyptic Earth. A robot built to protect the life of his creator's beloved dog learns about life, love, friendship, and what it means to be human. Folks, doesn't that just sound like the perfect little movie? You'll be riveted by the drama of Finch. <clears throat> no, but this was fine. I turned it on thinking it was going to be like a turkey, and it was pretty enjoyable. I got a meats for you. This is... Basically, I am legend meets Wally. It's like a live action Wally. With I hate that. Tom Hanks 
and a robot sidecar and a dog. And they're just kind of bopping around. No castaway? Apocalypse I got stuff. castaway vibes. Yeah, actually, that's good. Is that a triple meets? It's a triple meets. Triple meets gets clunky, but... And maybe throw Chappie in there? Quadruple meets? That's Chappie. Because <laughs> the robot sidecar is kind of Chappie-ish. And I, I the robot- feel like I would hate that a lot. What, the robot stuff? Just in the whole movie in general, the way you just described it. What mm. do you think? I'm out. I mean... I'm going to watch it tomorrow regardless. It's fine. It's like mm. slightly better than I thought it was going to be. I thought Tom Hanks, or I thought the robot was going to be Finch. Tom Hanks is Finch, which is kind of odd. Any movie where it's just the character's name, it's like, is this movie about anything? Could you, th- you couldn't think of a title for this? And yeah, you've seen it before, but it's pretty watchable. And especially for like, we like to call a lot of these streaming movies fake movies. This is like, if we had to write a dictionary of enough-ology, there would be a picture of Finch next to fake movie. (laughs) And Red Notice. (laughs) Red Notice. And this one, this is unfortunately kind of a fake movie. The fact that Tom Hanks is in it almost brings it to the cusp of being an actual movie, but it's just not quite Honestly, I think it being so out of his Q-zone makes it a fake movie for me and the mm-hmm. look of the poster it just doesn't seem like it exists on earth yeah it kind of doesn't even though i watched the entirety of it this morning is it less than two hours yeah it's like an hour 45 All it doesn't right. overstay its welcome too much and it does have a couple cool post-apocalyptic there's like a twister going around and tom hanks has to teach the robot how to zip everything down real quick mm. hanks is still a pro I mean, he's still got the stuff. Yeah, I I always, I make jokes that I dislike him. That's just because it drives everybody crazy. He's obviously very talented. He's in. Forrest Gump is probably my, I'd say it's in my top 50. Yeah. And his son is one of the great recording artists on earth. Everyone heard that fire new track earlier. Yeah, he is still my favorite Hanks. That is not a bit. But yeah, the towards the end of Finch, things get a little laughably treacly. It's <laughs> my new favorite vocab word I like to use here. In it's the always program. good. A little overly sentimental and mawkish. Yeah. We're in the vocab corner. <laughs> I felt that's how I feel about Ted Lasso. I do like it, but it's treacly is a great way to describe it. Yeah, where you're just like, okay. Okay. You're People laying, don't like each other this much. <laughs> you're laying it on a little bit thick there. Hey, stop being so fucking nice. There'll probably be like a Finch meets Ted Lasso crossover. Mm. They're two big Apple Plus People that are just nice guys all the time. I ran a stop sign yesterday on purpose and cut a guy off also on purpose when he did not have a stop sign to save myself (laughs) less than five seconds. I knew he wasn't going to hit me, so I just did it. And he goes, hey, and he did like a like, I can't believe you would do that. And I just looked over at him and gave him the face. (laughs) And then after the fact, I was sort of driving away and I was like, ah, is that what I'm the pits? <laughs> is that what Ted Lasso would have done? Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm shit. <laughs> like that was very rude and unnecessary, and I am it. It saved me maybe two seconds, yeah. maybe three mm. at most. Mm. The fact that you're even thinking about it in the aftermath shows growth. That I think Ted Lasso is 
I, we both him. have mustaches. That's really the only parallel that I have with that gentleman. There you go. You could have gone for him as Halloween. That would have been fun. Mm. That would, would would have required leaving the house, which is hard for me without yeah. without work involved. But yeah, that's Finch exclusively on Apple TV. Although your boy was in New York last weekend. Oh, yeah. What happened in New York? Tell me about um, <clears throat> Rion and I... I'm saying it right now. What up, kid? I like my way better, dude. Still. I got like pizza hiccups. What a slob. Hmm. Now, uh, we went to, we drove down last Saturday and we checked into our mediocre hotel. Word. And we, what did we do then? We kind of furzed around a little bit and then we ended up at The Stand, the comedy club in Manhattan. We were staying in Brooklyn, so of course, to get four miles from Brooklyn to Manhattan is like $60 in an Uber. And everybody's like, why don't you just take the train? And I said to that, because I'm not a homeless person. Wow. And I stare blankly. Um, so we were at the stand. Rion used to uh, be friendly or date or something with a uh, a lady friend that worked or that works there that goes up i'm trying to use like cool comedy guy terms word word i guess she sort of told them we were coming Mm. so they the hostess sat us directly in front of the stage Mm. like i could have i could have pushed over the microphone i was that close good and i as we were sitting i was like okay because I wasn't going to go, no, I don't want to sit here because that's I'm too proud. So then the comedians, of course, all just eviscerated us. Yeah, Gay jokes, making fun of my mustache a lot. <laughs> One guy asked if I was gay or a cop. I said both. I thought that's that good. was like I was being a good sport. I had the audience convinced I was a homosexual for like 20 minutes. There you go. And then they blew my cover. Um, and they blew you that i wish we saw and then we get to a guy aaron berg if you're familiar was hysterical like ripped the room apart word he ripped me apart but in a very funny way i was fodder uh rion too and then jim florentine who i'm a huge fan of came out and he did all like dad jokes yeah what are you a gay cop over here yeah he kept talking about apple picking and i think he asked everybody in the front row if they'd ever been apple picking except for me and i have (laughs) and i was like yeah ask me dude i'll go with the bit everybody else was like nope never been it's like just lie it's a it's improv just say yes give him an in here and so he bombed, which was weird to see. And then uh, <laughs> Sherrod, apple picking material. Sherrod Small came out, who we notoriously have made fun of in the past due to his presence on Opie and Anthony. I got to admit, mm. he did well. He was funny. Super nice guy. There Met him go. outside after the show. He and Aaron Berg were like, hey, good job, man. Like, guys, like they were sort of congratulating us on being good sports, which I appreciated because they made us look silly. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. That was probably the highlight. We ate some food and the reason you guys went there was to go see Woody Allen play clarinet at his famous jazz club in New York, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the clarinet. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big fans of that as well. What? We, we I, I also roasted them when they were in the front row. <laughs> You've never even raped your stepdaughter. <laughs> Who are you? 
no, we actually met up with uh, the Today Show cast. Oh. And uh, we did some Matt Lauer reenactments. There you go. Like the door button and the, you mm. know, you know all of it, the story. Yeah. You sat in Carson Daly's lab. I did. did. some bits about TRL. He's a little chubby now. He's like a little like, like emo Santa. Ooh. Carson. He's a thick boy. <laughs> But yeah, New York was fun. I'm good for two years, though. That's my that's my bit. I go to New York like every two years. That's I went cool. once in 2018. Actually, yeah, I broke the rule there. I went to 18, 19. You broke the rules. And then 20, I didn't go. 21, I went. So 22, I cannot go to New York. So I'll have to go in 23. I haven't been since we, we saw Iron Maiden at the Madison Square Garden in New York years ago. That was the last time I went. And that doesn't even really count. We just went to a show there. We didn't like go and do New York stuff. You weren't Big Apple I didn't get a fucking New York slice or anything like that. Go to bodegas. All that cool guy stuff they do over there. That's your New York guy? I guess. He's eating a slice <laughs> in a bodega with that middling accent? Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through, I was like, what voice am I doing? Is yeah. this anything? Is this anything? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. But yes, what else did we watch this week? Uh, I haven't watched much else. I watched a lot of trash. I watched the Shane Gillis special, which we already discussed. But Great special. Very funny stuff. Uh, Shane Gillis live in Austin. Mm. It is now on YouTube. Like bit for bit, <clears throat> it's one of the best specials the past couple of years. It's Agreed, just yeah. funny all the way through. Bunch of like different varying bits. He never even gets into the SNL firing stuff because he's better than that. He's I got don't too many bits to do. He's too funny for SNL. How about You're that? Not wrong. Yeah. How about that, Shane? You chubby boy. <laughs> Come on down here and talk to us on Enough the Podcast, Shane. I feel like he'd be. He is not really a movie guy, or is he? I don't know. He talks about movies on his pod sometimes. He actually has good takes. I remember he had a take on The Green Knight that was very similar to mine, where it's just like, I had like six minutes of cool stuff. rest was, you know, kind of a slog. Um, Which is fair. Wow, what was I thinking? I... Yeah, I don't know what else. I've, I've watched a lot of Married at First Sight season 10. We made our way through oh. season 11. Wow. I cannot recommend this fucking show enough. I think it's such a fun departure. It's like a great way to just like turn the volume down on your brain before bed. Because oh. it's so fucking dumb. You probably watch yeah. movies before bed and get all fired up and then like have a have like a whole thing going in your head. You just got to watch the dumbest shit ever. And it just, mm. it's like. Oh, I'll watch some dumb it's shit. It's like a cup of tea for your brain. Mm. You know? Comes you write down. Which one is this again? Married at, Married at First Sight is where they take, I guess, like five couples of a man and a woman, and they've never met, but they're paired up by these like quote unquote dating relationship experts, and then they meet on the altar as they're getting married, and then they have eight weeks to decide if they want to stay married, and understandably, it's a mess. Yeah. It's such a fucking mess. Sounds ripe for drama. Like, never ever is it as clean as it could be. Like, it's always like they fight about just everything. Mm. So it's good. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the type of people that would want to be married at first sight are a little unhinged. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I need to watch more trash shows like that. Oh, yeah. One hasn't grabbed me in a while. 
The second episode of The Bachelorette season 18 was pretty good too. Oh. Oh yeah. Interesting. So I'm 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 knee deep <laughs> in trash. I mean, I'm not watching that much better. I watched uh the latest paranormal activity film. Woof. You said you hated it, huh? Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, which is a Paramount Plus exclusive, and when you watch it, you will see why. Even for like a found footage paranormal activity movie, awful stuff. Like almost nothing in the way of scares or tension or enjoyability. It's an hour and a half long and it takes an hour for like the scares to even start. It's just like build up city where they're at this like abandoned house in the woods making this movie. It's just a bad, boring entry in a franchise that's like been dead for years at this point. Yeah, it's just limping along. I used, I used to like those movies. The first three are fun, creative. I saw like the second one in the theater. Yeah. No, those, the first couple get a lot out of the fact that it's like a, you know, cheap found footage kind of thing. But they lost their way. The past two, maybe even three, are just dog shit. This one being the worst. Mm. And yeah, no reason to watch it ever. Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin. And I also want to mention the show Love Life on HBO Max. You're loving that, huh? It's great. Like, the first season was about a different couple. It was about Anna Kendrick and somebody. And now they're doing the anthology thing. Season two is like a whole new story with different people. And she's in the opening episode, like passing the torch to the new guy, which I thought was kind of like a cool way to get the new season going. But this is great. Six episodes in, I watched almost all of them in a sitting. Just just kept rolling with it. I was really digging it. And you don't have to have seen any of the first season because I famously shut that yeah so did i so like just forget season one and start with season two it's like its own you know movie and it's like movie quality like very artsy indie fun creative funny emotional romantic did you cry yet no but is it coming i could see myself crying at such a program and it isn't too scary no okay (laughs) not yet But yeah, I'm really, I'm really digging it. That guy from The Good Place, I can't remember his name. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. I love Ted Danson. He's fun. <laughs> Greenlight. And yeah, Punky Johnson, the stand-up comedian who we kind of know is on it playing his sister. She's solid. Keith David does the narration. I'm into this show. I feel like nobody's watching it. Like all the best things I watch. Somebody else get in there. Let me know what you think. Love Life, season two, on HBO Max. Mm. <clears throat> I have a suggestion. Mm. Do you know the movie Wedding Crashers? I do. Would you like to watch a very small snippet of it with me? Less than a minute, maybe even half of a minute? I guess. All right, cool. He's in. 90 seconds of Wedding Crashers. Competitive sports. Once in a while, would it? Would that make you love me? <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Red Moon Dog 7 Eleven 4213. I'm a Sporto. You know what I'm realizing? They fucked us. 
What? They skipped backwards. Uh-huh. Like a minute. And to the to the layperson, that wouldn't matter. They'd go, oh, it's just a minute backwards. Hmm. But it's very much, it's fucking up the segment, man. What the fuck? While we're waiting for that, I just saw yeah, this online. Throw Emil- something out there. Emilio Estevez not returning for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2 over vaccine requirement. Oh, no way. <laughs> Emilio. I mean. And this, I was like, Emilio. This this was your big chance for a comeback. And yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How much jam you got, man? <clears throat> this is the scene this. where Vince is Who's sitting... On Gordon the Bombay is a fucked up dude. Thank you, Randolph. A little more. I'm all in on anyone who's anti-vax at this point. I've come, come full circle. I support it. A word? Hysterical. Don't worry. Like a hysterical stance. Ice Cube costing himself nine million. Little virgin, and I bring any panties. I'm just trying to catch up with you here. You do that to me. On the TV version at that point, he says, cheese and rice. Classic. You racist melon farmer. Don't you just love those? Those are that's one of my favorite subgenres of watching movies. The, the like TNT for cable edits where they change all the swears. Beautiful stuff. What and are your plugs, babe? Folks, as I mentioned earlier in the program, check out uh, Night Openings A24 Giveaway Spectacular. A lot of fun stuff going on there. I I need some of it. You I'm do. like, I was all, I was looking at it like during work, and I got all stressed out. I was like, I want like all of this shit. I know. That's why, I, yeah, like I can't even look at it because the the prices for the auctions are already like in the hundreds of dollars, <laughs> and it's for a good cause. But it's like I can't, I can't afford any of this. Well, if it's hundreds, I'm down. I just the thing that I want, I forget what it was, but it was like six grand. I was like, I'm not gonna pay like six grand for a picture of Howard Ratner's family. Yeah, like I would love to have that. Mm. But I mean, I spend enough money on nothing. But yeah, the next week on the program, I'm gonna see the French Dispatch at some point before it's out of theaters. I feel like it's already on the way out. I'm gonna sneak it in. That new Wes Anderson. I kind of want to see it too. Yeah, I'll probably see Eternals too, and uh, Dexter returns on Sunday. <laughs> it does. Does. Oh, wow. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week on the show. Now, Dex. Here with my dark passenger, Ragai. Um, Ankfit.com. That's all I care about. Hmm. I'm not going to watch anything until you guys go to my website. Wow. <laughs> no more reviews. It'll just be Scott and me sitting here in silence. <laughs> Sounds like a hot show. Folks, sounds like enough. Why don't you have a good one? Have a good one, man. <laughs>